Welcome to episode 145 of Dial H4 Heroclix. I'm your host, Drew Alderson. With me are uh, two people that I enjoy greatly. 10 out of 10. <laughs> Naked. Uh, Harry Dempsey. Yes, sir. And uh, my boy, Chris Britton. What is going on, guys? We, we, we got a uh, hell of a podcast. Uh, hell of a podcast. So today. much stuff. My God, is it good? Um, what what do we got for you? Well, um, we got some news. Uh, by the way, I guess I should bring this up before I forget, because I might forget. Uh, there's an episode before this. This might go up before that. Uh, that's due to sync issues. I don't know what happened to it. Uh. Chris Britton's computer was taken over by aliens, I'm going to suggest. It, uh, it's they, like I'm answering questions before you're even asking them. Yeah, it, you were talking while I was talking about things that I had already talked about. <laughs> it, it was crazy. Insane. And it was lined up correctly. I Like, Harry was lined up with me perfectly. I don't get it. But we'll figure it out. Uh, well, what we got for you today is we're going to talk about, we're going to go straight into our main topic, first of all, going straight in. We got a main topic, I know. Going we actually straight. haven't had one. So, uh, we're going to talk about the newest set, uh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Toidles. Toidles. Uh, so, we, we each picked a figure, uh, out of this hot new set. Kids are going wild for it, because, uh, it's hard to get, I mean... It's probably already sold out everywhere until we get that, uh, you know, freighter. Uh, Once we recover it from the bay. Right. Is Harry even here? Yes. I was patiently waiting my turn. Like an adult. <laughs> we aren't adults here. We play with little pieces of plastic. I, it was just freaking me out. I'm... I don't know. We're adults now. We have a new rock champion that's finally an adult instead of an 11-year-old. True enough. <laughs> Who won that thing? Uh, the 11-year-old's dad. I played against him in Team Worlds. That's really weird. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Shout-outs to that guy. Whatever uh, your name is. Congrats. <laughs> I think it's like I, uh, Arnold Berkovovichitz Jr. Yeah, senior. Arnold Berkovovichitz. <laughs> We're terrible. Well, congratulations, today. Arnold. Arnold. Arnold Senior. <laughs> anyway, let's talk about turtles. All right, guys. Uh, Chris, we'll start with you. What do you got in your comment slot that we're going to talk okay, about? Okay, let's start off. We're with, gonna, we uh, pick. Oh yeah, yeah. You go ahead. We picked a figure from uh, common, uncommon, rare, and super rare slash chase. So, Chris, kick us off. Uh, I was pretty excited about this. I'm pretty sure that we... Did we talk about this one from the Fast Forces, but it's slightly different. It's Mr. Leonardo um, 004. Leo. Uh, really, really fun figure. I just got done playing with him like twice today. 60 points. Here's what... The only important part about this figure is basically 60 points with Indom, 11 attack with charge. And on his attack, he's got a special power. It says twin katanas. He can use blades, uh, claws, and fangs. And when he does, he may roll 2d6 and choose one of the results. 
do you realize how amazing it is to roll 2d6 for your blades? And it's like, oh, you got a 2 on one and a 6 on the other. It's an amazing power for such a small amount of points. So he's, he's, he's my favorite from the commons. It's pretty good. And Dom with 60 for 60 points is really yeah, good, too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's, it's amazing. Harry, what have you chosen? I went with the uh, Triceraton. Uh, 65 points. It starts off with Running Shot, uh, 10 Attack with Penetrating Psychic Blast, 17 Defense with a special power. Triceraton can use Toughness and takes a maximum of 2 damage from attacks. Not just range, not close, just all attacks. Pretty That's good, especially when good. someone rolls uh, 2d6s and chooses a 6 on that uh, Blade Claw's Fang. Yep. And plus, there, uh, 6 range, there's not a lot of, out of Turtles, there's not a lot of range. And the turtle sets, especially a six range. There's a lot of like four threes, just weird. I'm throwing a uh, Chinese star at you or a Psy at you kind of stuff. There's a lot of five. But uh, after a couple clicks, three clicks of those, uh, that power setup goes into a one click of charge, not attack with blade, 16 toughness. So it's, I mean, not attack, but after four clicks, it's not that bad, especially when they're going to stay on that. Uh, first set of power set up for a couple clicks to only taking two damage at a time. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, I like it. I like it. He's pretty good. Uh, my, my common, uh, is one Casey Jones from, uh, the 1987 animated series. Uh, he's 60 points. Uh, he's got sidestep his entire dial, 10 attack. Um, he's got ESD, and then he alternates on the combat reflexes. Uh, until last click where he gets willpower. And he has two damage with a special damage ability. Uh, give Casey Jones a free action and choose close combat expert or range combat expert. Casey Jones can use that power until you choose again. So he's got uh, five range. So pretty pretty solid. I mean, he's not like... He doesn't have running shot or anything, but he's pretty awesome. I like him. Uh, Harry. Let's talk about your uncommon. Who'd you choose? I choose uh, Irma. She's a, she has two starting lines, a 60-point and a 25-point. On the 25-point, uh, she has three clicks of sidestep. Uh, just horrible attack values, 887. Eight, uh, then a special damage power uh, that reads, Irma can use perplex and does not block friendly characters' line of fire. So you just get her just straight up tie up and perplex. Mm. Uh, get her in there, let people shoot from behind her, which is really nice. Um, her last three clicks, uh, which she only gets to use if she's a 60-point line, she has uh, starts off with a uh, charge, then two clicks of flurry, three clicks of super strength for 10-10-9, uh, three clicks of close combat expert uh, for 3-3-2, which is pretty amazing. I mean, she can do five damage yeah. or uh, have a 12 attack, um, and then five damage if she's holding a heavy object, which is pretty amazing for 60 points. But she has a... Uh, one click of a uh, special defense. Stop. Irma can use Invuln, which is pretty amazing, especially when you remember that uh, stop clips, stop clicks now can't be ignored or uh, outwitted. So Invuln is going to stick around for a little bit. Uh, then she has two clicks of uh, toughness. So for sixty points, she's not like super super amazing, um, but she's going to get in there and tie up. And if she, even if she takes a massive attack, she's going to stop on that click. And if she's adjacent to him. She's going to hurt. She may not be able to pick up an object that turn, but she's still going to hurt somebody. True enough. Chris Britton, you're a cool guy. Thanks, man. 
What'd you choose that uncommon? Uh, I chose. I bear with me on this guy's name. Na- name him. Chien Khan, I guess. I don't know. He's like a. Chien First of all, he's a cat running around with a sword, which is pretty badass. Second of all, Hunter's talked about this guy before. I don't know. He's he's cool. He's cool. Here's why. The first half of his dial is like, meh, whatever. I don't really care about it. But when you get to the second half of his dial, he does some really cool stuff. Um, He's got two powers that overlap. One on attack, one on damage. And both of them kind of hinge on you KOing an opponent. um, Which is decently easy to do because on two of those last three clicks, he has uh, Flurry and Blades. And the first power says when he... KOs somebody because he can use steel energy but when he KOs an opponent and action is resolved heal him of two clicks so he can heal back up and I'm gonna guess that it, it triggers steel energy anyway so let's say hypothetically you are on last click you KO somebody with your blades um, you're gonna heal two clicks and your steel energy is gonna kick in so you're gonna heal him three and then also once per game this is his damage power when he KOs an opposing character after action is resolved, you may place a Noi Tai Dar Great Oni, whatever, bystander. Ah, the classic Noi Tai Dar Great Oni. Yeah, that guy. Um, as a My favorite comic book character. <laughs> that's my favorite of the Onis, by the way. I, uh, Definitely. Uh, uh, he's like in my bottom five. <laughs> he's not Noi Tai Great, Noi Tai Dar Great Oni for, you know shits and gigs he's the man he's awesome this bystander token is ridiculous he has 11 attack pensai with six range 18 defense with impervious three damage with close combat expert he has end of and colossal so if you pop him out he's going to be pegging people regardless of line of fire basically because he's a colossal and if they're right next to him and you need that close combat expert oh he's colossal so he has a close um was it great size three or great giant yeah, reach giant three, reach whatever, because he's colossal. So he can get some work done. Just that one pog by itself, let alone the fact you're going to be healing people, you know. So it's kind of circumstantial. If he gets hit onto one of those clicks and he's right next to somebody, he's probably going to do some do some damage, which is going to be awesome. What's also nice about that is if you KO somebody, pop him out next to him, he has phasing teleport with 10, and since he's a colossal, you can pop him out and just phasing teleport away with one of the other characters because he can carry somebody smaller than him. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. I didn't even think about that, but yeah. That's got to be annoying. Um, my pick at the uncommon slot is uh, our boy Shredder. What a guy. Good. Amazing figure. 50 points. Um, he's unique. Uh but he has a trait, Thermite Grenade. When he's KO'd from an attack, deal three penetrating damage to all characters within three squares and on the same elevation of the square he last occupied. So, when he dies, he deals three penetrating damage to all characters within three squares. Pretty good. Good stuff. Uh, he's got a special defense power. You cannot beat me even four to one. Shredder modifies his defense value by plus one for each opposing character within three squares. Fair. Reasonable. Yeah, um, um, because earlier I was playing against him and his defense was like 20. Because I just happened to have three yeah. people right next to him. I was like, oh my god. Uh, his uh, damage ability, Shredder can use leadership. When he doesn't succeed, instead of removing one action token, remove an action token from up to two adjacent friendly characters 
with the Foot Clan keyword regardless of point value. I like it. So, that makes up for him being 50 points, and he's still a leader, huh? It's funny how he can be a leader, unlike some certain turtle who can't lead... At all, in any of his incarnations. Because so they're I'm all the same point yeah, value? Yeah, I'm so angry. So this. I'm glancing through the, uh, the rest of the set, and there's actually very little invincible in this set. Uh, and two of them happen to be Bebop and Rocksteady, which are going to team him up anyways. So if they're adjacent to him on that click, they'll only take one. And almost everybody on the set is going to take the full three penetrating. Krang Subprime has one click in Invincible. Uh, Grid X has two clicks. Uh, so even that would knock him off, knock Grid X off this Invincible, which would be nice because he has a 19 defense with that. Um, going through the rest of the set, yeah, that's it. There's only four uh, people on the set. Grid X has two clicks of Invincible. Crank Subprime has Ar one, and then Rocksteady and Bebop have three. Armagon does, but they're in the middle of his dial. Oh, yeah, he picks it up. Like, I was looking mostly well, like starting. Well, that is so stupid, but, but whatever. Yeah. Anyway. So that's actually really... Yeah. I love that. Really nice. That's pretty great. Uh, so, my pick for Uncommon, or not Uncommon, Rare, uh, is uh, Zog. Uh... Zog is 150 points. Pretty beefy. Uh, very beefy, actually. He's a Triceraton. He does Triceraton things. Uh, he's got a trait. The Skull commands me. When another friendly character KOs an opposing character, place a Skull token on this card. Once per turn, you may remove a Skull token from this card to give Zog a move, close combat, or range combat action as a free action with his speed and attack values modified by minus one. Which you might be like, but Drew, it's minus one. It's a free action to um, for either a move, close combat, or range combat action. Action, not attack. Action. It's pretty good. Uh, he's got, top dial, he's got running shot, pin sight, and a familiar defense ability. Uh, Zog can use invul and takes a maximum of two damage from attacks. That's not good. That's not good at all. Definitely not. Definitely not. Uh, no, when you put him and a couple of those uh, Triceratons together, it's a, it's just a force that's going to stick around for a long time. Uh, so, he starts off as a range dial. It's pretty range. But then later he rolls onto a melee heavy uh, sort of thing. Uh, he's got uh, a special movement ability. He can use charge when he does and begins the adja action adjacent to a friendly character named Raphael. I, don't ask me why I haven't read the 1984 comic series. <laughs> Modify speed value by plus three. So, you know, if he's near Raph, he gets plus three movement, and so a seven square charge is pretty good, right, guys? Well, with that Blades, yeah. <laughs> blades is pretty good. He's got two more clicks at Invul. Uh, after he rolls off his defense power, and then he rolls on the toughness before he dies. I like him a lot. Chris! Your rare slot, bud. Oh, man, I, Who, I didn't pick one. Harry, what'd you pick? Because I don't want to steal yours. <laughs> I took a Splinter. Splinter has a pretty decent dial. I mean, uh, five clicks, uh, he's 45 points. Three clicks of stealth. Um, the, his attack power, or attack values or 9 until his last click with a 10. So that's not 
really that good. 18 uh, willpower to start out with, though. But uh, then his damage power is where it really kicks in. Splinter can use shape change. If Splinter has been attacked, that opponent's force can't make attacks this turn. He keep, keeps that for three clicks. So you really want to get him up in there um, and just have him just sit there. Uh, shape change. Oh, you missed me. It's fine. I haven't been attacked. Shape change. Uh, I made my sh or missed my shape change. You attack. You missed me with my 18 defense. Oh, now, now you're done. You're no more attacks. The rest of the turn. Yep. It's pretty crazy, actually. Okay. I, I like Splinter. He's a he he's a rat. How can you not like Splinter? <laughs> because he's a rat. <laughs> he's not as supporty as the last one where he buffs like half the your team if you're playing a team T ally. Are just TMT uh, keyworded figures, but once again, it's just like if you're wasting, they're gonna have to, you get him up in there. They're gonna have to waste attacks on him uh, with shape change, or like you said, if they do, uh, get, you miss your shape change to actually attack. It's like no, your turn's done. It's just over. Let me do my stuff now. Let me do my thing. Um, yeah. Chris, who have you decided on? Uh, I'm split between two, so I'll just pick one. Um. Donatello, number 25. Uh, this is the 2011 comic series, Donatello. And have you guys noticed how cool these sculpts are for, for these four turtles compared to, like, all the turtles they've made so far? Yeah, they kind of yeah, remind they, they me... they look a lot better. They kind of remind me of, like, if they were to make, like, them based off the video game. Yeah. Like, the one, like, yeah. I can see that for sure. Um, so... They remind me of the sprites from the video I think game. Anyway, continue. All of them have the same trait, uh, which is called turtle power, and they can use stealth and toughness, so that's pretty sweet. Um, but Donatello uh, has a damage power, and this is why I chose him, on top dial for his first two clicks. It's basically pick a power light. It's, it's like pick a power for your support character. Um, at the beginning of the turn, choose one. Outwit, perplex, or support. And... Having those options at the beginning of the dial, you can throw out your your other 2011 series turtles like Leo, Raph, and, and Mikey. If they take damage, well, just support them back up with Donatello. Donatello. If they don't, just perplex them, help them out. But they synergize very well between the three of them, and I like really, really want these four turtles to be my main turtles, and I still didn't manage to get a single one of the super rare ones. But that is my rare choice. He's really awesome, Dumbtello is. He sure is. Speaking of super rares, Chris, do you have a turtle in your super rare slot? Uh, I was going to talk about Armagon because I actually had the chance to use him. I think he's awesome. But yeah, let's talk about let's talk about Mikey. Um, so like I said, same turtle power trait. Uh, he's got a defensive power that says he can use close combat ref uh, combat reflexes and super senses. So he's got combat reflexes, super senses, and toughness, and he also has props. So 17 defense is going to be a 19 versus close combat with probs, and he's got a 10 square charge. So he's probably going to be able to get in before anybody hits him. Every single one of these turtles ignores... Um, uh, in hindering terrain for movement purposes and elevated terrain so you can hide in your bushes on your way towards them that you're not going to be able to snipe you because you got stealth you're going to make it in you're going to have like 19 defense and the uh to go back to the leonardo he's got top dial defend with 18 defense so if you park him right next to the mikey 
he has 20 defense versus close combat. So, like like I said, they all synergize really well, and good luck hitting them. I really like his uh, dial design also, because the stealth charge, he's going to get up in there, and then if you do hit him and you're adjacent to him, you're, you're going to do three or four clicks to him, which is going to put him on flurry with a 10 attack and perplex. Um, now, three and two damage, but still, the flurry in this set actually makes a huge difference. So his design just works really well on that aspect. Well, with his uh, yeah. his damage power, I'm sorry, his defense power and his trait together, he has super senses and toughness his whole dial. Yeah, he's, I, I really like the layout of his dial. And it just synergizes Four well. of the six clicks, he has probs, and the other two clicks, he has perplex. So it really doesn't matter what click you land on. He's going to be good. Okay, I, I have, we're going to have to stop for a second. Are we, are we just going to go on without talking about the way uh, Chris says probs? <laughs> Harry, don't you ever make me think we have a problem with recording ever again. <laughs> Other I, than that... Uh, I am sorry, but just every Chris time I hear probs. it... You say probs. probs. It, it, is, it, is it probability control or prob? You're the only person I've ever heard of that just calls it probs. Seriously? He's got probs. I, I think you're... Uh, I think you're splitting hairs here, Harry. I think it, it, just, it, it tickles me. In all I the can't right believe places. I'm the only person you've ever heard say that. I've heard that for like literally years from multiple people all, all over the place. Multiple, multiple so people all over the place. That can be our question. How often do you uh, hear people call it probs? <laughs> Let us know. Uh, give us, give us your. Uh, Probs info. And if nothing you know. else, please start using probs as your abbreviated term at your shop. Especially if you want Harry to giggle <laughs> like a little schoolgirl. Alright. Uh, Harry, what would you say is your super rare slash chase pick? I'm going with uh, Shelectro. Uh, I've not read the comics that he's been in at all. So Sounds I don't like know a probs. Where he came from. <laughs> yeah, that's my probs. I'm gonna fix that probs though. Um, but his dial is just amazing for 100 points. I just like it. Uh, he starts off with running shot, a 10 attack with a special power. Shelectro can use energy explosion. When he does, hit characters are knocked back three squares. Uh, doesn't mean if you have to take damage and knock back three squares. Just knock back three squares. Now, in his set, there is a lot of close combat reflexes and charge, but. If they're not on those, that could be a major uh, damage. He has two bolts. Uh, when Selectra, then he has uh, Outwit for his th three clicks. He has two starting dials. Uh, or does he? Yeah. Yeah, he does. Um, his second starting dial starts off with, um, once again, nine running shot with ten attack, penetrating psychic blast, inner shield deflection. Then he has a special damage power. When Selectro hits with a range attack, choose one hit opposing character. That character can't make range attacks until your next turn. That could be pretty amazing also. I like it. Then he goes on uh, a naked dial or a movement power, then has a, another running shot with a nine attack um, pulse wave, which how many figures in the set rely on energy shield deflection and um, close combat reflexes to keep their defenses high. Nine attack is, to, is not bad uh, at the end of the dial for that. Yeah. True enough. I mean, for sure. Uh, my choice 
I know you've been waiting for my choice. It's the most important one. Is uh, Raphael. Um, he ignores, uh, just like all the other turtles, he ignores hindering and elevated on movement. Um, he's got charge, precision strike. Is that toughness or clown by reflexes? Clown by reflexes. Thank you, colorblind guy. <laughs> um, uh, and he's got a special damage ability. Uh, he can use empower whenever he is missed by an attack. Remove an action token from him. If you can't, modify the attacker's defense value by minus one until the end of your next turn. Yeah, that's pretty good. So. <laughs> so. Especially if you got him parked right next to Leo. That's 20 defense versus close combat. How is that like... That's like the most... Like... God. That's like the most disheartening thing is charging this guy missing and then taking an action token or him removing an action token or if he can't you just get minus one defense on that figure until it deterred so he can just mess you up with an 11 attack value after that yeah uh later on he rolls on to uh sidestep and then eventually flurry with battle fury uh, his last click is very interesting. It's flurry, 12 attack, 3 damage, blades. So, yeah, he could F some shit up real fast. Good stuff. So, yeah, what do you guys think of this set overall, honestly? Uh, it's it's it is, okay. It's very melancholy to me. I mean, there's parts of the figures I was like, oh, that figure is amazing. And there's other ones where it's just like, I look at it, it's like, I want to like them so much. But at the same time, I'm like, oh, okay. But then, at the same time, it's hard to frame some of these sets because we're so used to Superman Wonder Woman. Uh, for instance, let's go back to that one. The point value and the power of all the figures. But if you compare some of these figures to the last or X-Men, Uncanny yeah. X-Men, and the upcoming Joker's Wild for the point value... These are some amazing figures. They could, and the current setup of how they're putting out figures, these figures will mess people up bad. Definitely. So it, we're in a weird transition, weird transition phase of just trying to f- really place what what is a good figure net today. I think that they yeah. did a really good job of making the chases. Like I don't know if anybody will outright say that any of these ch- chases are amazing. They're, they're okay, like, play-wise, and that's what a chase should be. It should be, like, they're not extremely overpowered, but they're fun to collect if you happen to get them or you want to trade for them or you just like them in the storyline. Right. Because uh, none of them, like, scream, oh, God, this is amazing, I need this, which is probably a good thing. Um, the 2011 comic series Turtles, I, I love them. They're amazing. I think they did a fantastic job designing them. Uh, I even think that they did a really good job designing the 88 animated TV uh, turtles, but I don't. Some of these characters I just could not even begin to care about. Squirrelanoid, I have no idea who that is. I'm probably. By the way, Squirrelanoid is pretty fucking good, but anyway. yeah, it's just I think it's just the generic enemy for the new comic oh. series or cartoon yeah, like, series. I don't I'm know probably one. never gonna know who that is. So, like, it doesn't mean anything. There's no nostalgia there for me, but there's a lot of nostalgia with the 88 um, 
turtle animated uh, figures. So it's it's right. very hit and miss depending on figure by figure basis. Yep, and I totally agree with both of you. And I just uh, I'm actually not interested in it at all. If I'm being honest, uh, there's some stuff I want, but I I want Bebop, Rocksteady, and Shredder, and that's probably it. It. See, I I bought a countertop display, and after opening it, looking at it, I had instant buyer's remorse. I'd have been so much happier if I had just bought the pieces I wanted and spent the money that way. Um, now, saying with the shortage, which I'm not even actually sure how short it is. I haven't really got a chance to talk to people since then on uh, other places. We got a couple of countertop displays at our store. I went through it pretty well. Um, but the, the figures I actually want and I know I'll play... I probably could have got for much cheaper yeah i i don't so, know if there really is that much of a shortage around here at least because uh, i mean we walked into the comic book university and they're like oh yeah we got a bunch of them in the back I'm like really okay well we'll take two well rob always orders a lot smart man um, smart man he is uh, that's why i buy a lot of my stuff there um now if people were ordering off the last one and saw how the, like the countertop displays were running off the shelf last time because people were chase hunting so bad, um, I think they might be a little upset on this one. It may not jump off the shelves considering the chases this time around versus last time. Oh, I could definitely yeah. see that. I mean, they were cool. They were a great idea. It was very unique to see all of your chases being like pure white, but. It's kind of lost its uh, That's charm lost its charm after uh, Superior Spider-Man yeah. and then the Joker's Wild. That's lost out. its charm, so, uh, and then these new chases are just like it's not the same effect. Well, the the white chases they were just pure amazing. I mean, have you fought a team of all four of no, them? No, but I know they're good. I mean, look on you paper, do not want they to. look amazing. And if you're playing like a 400 game where they can add a uh, splinter or the the van in with it. It is ridiculous how bad that team is. I'm like bad to face against. It's it's just not fun. All right, um, let's move forward because we have news. News, boys. All kinds of news. Yeah, news. Major crap ton of news. Apparently it's hot off the presses. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what it is. Um, so let's talk about. Uh, we're going to talk about figures we talked about last week, but we don't know if we're going to upload that. So let's talk about it again. Uh, the Flash from the Flash. He's a cool guy, Jay Garrick. Cool guy, JSA Flash. Really good. Harry Dempsey, hit me with it. He's really simple. Thirty-five points. Go. He's just an amazing um, hypersonic piece. He only has two damage, um, 35 points. Uh, he has a special power where um, the JSA, if anybody doesn't know what the JSA team ability is, it's where it's defending. It's it basically defend. defend, yeah. It's defend. But um, basically they did the same thing as they did with Sender Syndicate for defend, where if, he, if someone uses his 18 defense to replace, they can use super senses, but only re- succeed on a six. Once per turn, you can use the trait for all characters. So, yeah, it's six, but it's a free... It's, it's, it's very simple. It's a free uh, Super Sense on a six, which happens more often than anybody ever wants it to when you're facing it. Not when you're using it, but when you're facing it, it happens more than it should. 
<laughs> yep. Uh, Chris, since you're an amazing guy, and I enjoy your company, tell me about the Adam. Oh, uh, I think he was buttering me up, man. Why are you? Why are you feeling buttery? I don't know. I like I like I like my rolls of butter, bud. Mm, okay. Right. Uh, we got a uh, the atom uh, coming in at the atom. Uh, Twenty-five points. We have one of the weirdest costumes ever devised by any comic book artist ever. Uh, it's amazing. Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, okay, so he has a trait called a simpler time. Uh, once per turn for all characters with this trait, if a character uses a GSA team ability, replaces defense value. Blah blah blah. Modify that character's defense value by plus one against close attacks so pretty that's good pretty good but this 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 figure is amazing he's got four clicks top dial um 10 attack sidestep 17 defense with combat reflexes three damage with uh close combat expert he's got close combat expert every click of his four clicks attack goes 10 10 9 9 damage goes 3 2 2 1 so Five damage, four damage, four damage, three damage for a twenty-five point character. Yep, he's twenty-five points. He is literally bonkers. He's he dumb. is nuts. He's, dumb. he's fucking dumb. This what dude. makes these guys even better is they both have the all star squadron keyword, which the ATA reads, where um, anytime they would attack somebody that's at least twice their point value. Remember, these guys are 25 and 35, so that won't be that hard. Even in today's new point standard, they get a plus one attack. So the Flash could be rocking a 12 if he's uh, hitting somebody 70 points or more. And the Atom, if he's attacking somebody for uh, 50 points or more, even before his close combat expert, well, is going to be an 11 so, attack. So he could be easily a 12-4 <laughs> for 25 so points. awesome. Just just put all those on a team. That's the new meta. Just run like fifteen or, of those guys. You're set. Well, we I was we were kind of just spitballing things. A quick small team. Now, if you put them with the Casey Chase Green Lantern, who has a JSA and a twenty defense, who can carry the atom. So the and just place the atom next to somebody adjacent to him. He have a twenty two defense. With uh, and then they makes an attack next turn. Like I said, a twelve four. That is just bonkers. That's beyond bonkers, in my opinion. This is going to be a good set. Like, a really good set. I'm not even a DC guy. And this is a set that I'm actually going to be investing in. Just because... I think Heroclix is getting back to this. And it used to be this way back in the day. There were really low point figures. And you were playing a 300 point game. And you could very easily fit, like, five, six, seven people on a team. And it felt like an actual battle. You had, like, a full-blown war going on instead of having, like, two or three figures on your team. So, right. even if one of your characters gets alpha struck, you don't care. You still have, like, six other people. Yep. And they all can be a threat. Yes. Definitely. Uh, in exciting news, uh, we are getting Court of Owls um, generics, which I will talk about. They're, they're ten points, so they're like thug. Basically, um, uh, they have a trait called Raise the Dead. When damage is transferred to Court of Owls Initiate, it is reduced by one. They have three clicks. Uh, basically, you want a mastermind to these guys because late dial, uh, if you tie them up, 
they have a two damage exploit for ten points, which is kind of fucking dumb. Imagine and they have imagine a piece getting hit for two damage. Imagine you're a hundred point figure getting hit for two by a ten point figure. Fucking dumb. And they have underworld. And they have underworld. So you know, even dumber. And they have stealth. So you can keep them safe while you wait to you know. The only bad thing is you are definitely gonna run out of action tokens on that kind of team. Like or actions for the turn. For sure. So for sure. Harry Dempsey. Before we go on to that, I just thought of something. Uh somebody that would make those figures just amazing is uh, Trinity War Fast Forces um, Owlman who gives everybody Gotham City Underworld if they have Gotham City. Yeah. And he has a lot of, he has Mastermind. Um, that I just started looking thinking of that and he's Owlman with Court of Owls. It, I know they're not, it just seems like they should go together. That Owlman is an amazing figure. Uh, if you don't have one, you should pick one up. That whole Fast Forces is really It's fun. really good, too. Probably one, of, probably one of my favorite Fast Forces, actually. Um, Harry, I know you're excited about this, but I'm pretty... Uh, I don't know. I was expecting a little bit more. Uh, tell me I about Talon. I was, too. He's not bad. It's just when I think of Talon in the comics, uh, in the animated movie... He's not bad, but he's overcosted. It just he yeah he just seems for the point cost what he's doing I feel like there's a lot of other characters that can do the same thing for less um, he's 120 points has Batman enemy team ability five range with two bolts improved movement ignores elevated train ignores hindering train I really think he should have had characters as well um, he has a trait assassin of the court talent can use sidestep and stealth talent can use mastermind but only to transfer damage to characters with the court of owls keyword so he. The initiates will come in handy with him. Yeah. Uh, it just seems like if you're playing a sealed and you pull him with no initiates, it's just like, huh, okay. Uh, Talon can use combat reflexes. Uh, his, um, the only special power he has is on his uh, fifth and sixth click. He can use combat reflexes and regeneration. When Talon uses regeneration, instead of subtracting two from the roll, subtract the number of action tokens assigned to him. It's but- situational, but it, if he's no action tokens and he uses it, that could be really... I mean, he could get the top dial if he rolls a six. Right. He has running shot, uh, 11 attack, um, precision strike, 18 toughness, three attack, or th- sorry, three damage with um, shape change. Two clicks of that, and they're identical. Or he has 10 and 9 movement. Other than that, those clicks are identical. Then he goes into uh, two clicks of charge with uh, blades, close combat, reflexes, and um, exploit weakness. Yeah. And then he has uh, two... Uh, just eight movements, stays on um, blades, has the special defense power with outwit. So it's not bad, but it's kind of what I was saying earlier with the sets. I wish if they this... wouldn't have given him outwit on his last two clicks, um, just because, like, he has outwit blades on his last two clicks, and you're going to use region. I mean, yeah, it's really good. Like, you subtract two, but, like,. If you get a, I don't know. You're going to use Outwit, then you're going to regen, and then your Outwit's going to go away, and that was a waste of your time. Yeah. If this was the... Because it has a real name, William Cobb. So if this was one of the generic Talons, like the undead generic Talons, I would say this foul is fine. But 
the actual name Talon that's been in the comics and the the animated movie is it it really left me I was really excited when I saw the figure in the stills we had from Comic Con. And then when I saw this dial, I was like, I, it's not bad, but it just seemed it should have been more to me. I, Even, I, I agree. If it was he, 20 points shorter, I'd have been happier. Yeah, if this um, figure was 20 points less, he'd be really pretty decent. He'd be, he'd be super playable. And, like, uh, I don't know. It's just like 120 points these days is, like, it's... A, I expect you to do something special besides sidestep and south and mastermind to court of owls guys and a special region power that's like i don't know i mean look at the 100 point turtle I and mean, he doesn't have willpower mm-hmm. uh just look go back look at the 100 point super rare, uh super rare and rare turtles they for 100 points they do so much more i guess we're just um, getting spoiled but like this figure is okay it's like even yeah, even some of the, um, not even the 100-point turtles, look at some of the 75- and 60-point turtles compared to this guy. I He is just... One of the things that I have to complain about is that <laughs> if you're going to play a sealed, right, you, you're going to be paying the, this 120 points for this character who has Mastermind that you're not going to be able to use, I'm guessing, very often, because how many people are going to have the Court of Owls keyword... You're not going to be able to use that, that, so that's kind of pointless. Right. And then um, on top of that, you only have uh, you you have precision strike, right? So if you do happen to, well, I'm sorry, we don't know how much of the set is going to have precision strike. So even if he does have, you manage to pull some uh, court of owls keyworded people and talent in your uh, sealed. If someone has precision strike on the other end, it's like, well, I mean. I'm paying 130 points at least for one of those like little Corda Owl initiate guys, and yeah, I mean it doesn't matter. Now, to be fair, we haven't seen the rest of the set. Those Corda Owl initiates—they have a female and a male version, an A and a B. Uh, the way they've been reusing sculpts lately, I will not be surprised if they have some more Corda Owls like higher ups uh, in there, and it would not surprise me. This talent is a rare. It would not surprise me if they do have the undead, undead talons somewhere else in the and set. Uncommon. Uh, cause, yeah, they've been reused because just the sculpt reuse they've been doing lately to save some money on the sets. Uh, you can, might have pretty decent Court of Owl team coming, but I just really expected more for this figure. I, I, my, I was so excited what he does in the comic. Every ad, I've never seen a bad talent anywhere show up in any media, and. Like I said, this is not bad. It's just not what I expected he would be capable of. Completely unhero exactly. related in any way, but I want to give a shout-out to a guy that I'm sure does not listen to this podcast. Uh, did you guys go to uh, Gen Con this year? D- downtown? Did I you did. Get, did you see the guy that was uh, cosplaying as Talon? Oh, yeah. So it was, was pretty whoever you are, you did a fantastic job on your Talon cosplay. So... And then we get an email. I actually do listen to this podcast, <laughs> I'm giving a compliment. I know, I'm just he, he's, shit. He did a really good job, so. Alright, good for him. Great job, guy. You did it. Good cosplay. Proud of you. Uh, guys, let's talk about more JSA figures. And boy, howdy. Chris Britton, start us off with the hour, man. A man of the hour that I'm actually disappointed in because I know a little bit about this character. And 
he does not represent this dial does not represent what I think this character can do. But right, but it's just, but JSA vanilla ass hour. That is that so, is very true. Okay, so coming in hit me with this coming in at twenty five points. Um, he has Indom for twenty five points. Um, he has Indom and what Chris Brown? Um, he has another trade, the same trade as uh the Flash one, right? No, this one's probability control. Can use probability control, but only if the attack roll is six. Um, has a six. Yeah, has a six. I'm sorry. Has a six. So that's kind of cool. He has a speed power. Says top of the hour. Give our man a move action when is he when he is adjacent to blocking terrain and not holding an object. When you do, after Asher's resolve, our man is holding a standard light object. So even if you don't pull one, like you don't pick one up at the beginning of the game. Which you may not. We don't know how many of these JSA figures you're going to be able to see with super strength or whatever. But he's going to rip something out of the wall. You're going to throw him in there. And for 25 points, you're going to hit somebody in the face for a minimum of three. Or if you picked him up top dial. Um, or you picked him up at the beginning of the game. He picked up a, a heavy object. Four damage for 25 points. And he's got regen on the end of his dial. Five. That's even like the best. He's got five clicks. Five clicks for twenty-five points. He he's got five clicks for twenty-five. There points. are literally so... bystander and horde tokens that are twenty-five points that take one hit and die. The this guy has five clicks of health with regen at the end. So it's so great. It's amazing. Ten out of ten. What's, what's going to be sneaky with this guy is he has a zero range, but. Uh, you can pick up that light object and throw it for six. Yeah. That's something that people may not expect Wait when for they're six. positioning. Was uh, heavies are four, light objects are six, and ultra heavies are ultra oh, lights. Oh, you eight mean range? range. Now. I was like, what are you yeah. Doing? Oh, the range. Yeah. Just his. Oh, I can move up on this guy and maybe charge four squares next turn. Nope, I'm hitting you for that far away. You're gonna have to, um, in order to one shot him, you have to do five damage. Just to one shot a twenty-five point character. How stupid is that? Who has Indom and has two chances to roll Regent? Maybe. <laughs> so dumb. <laughs> uh, let's talk about a figure I have been wanting for a really long time. Because of the pants, right? Of Those course. Ugly green pants. I love Sandman. <laughs> He's awesome. <laughs> Fucking love Sandman. Uh. Sandman's 30 points. Very expensive, if you ask me. Like, maybe too expensive. Uh, JSA, right? I mean, he's got that. Uh, he's got the same exact trait as our man. Uh, he's got 8 movement, stealth, 10 attack, 17 defense with willpower, <laughs> and a special damage ability. When Sandman hits with an attack, hits being the keyword, after actions resolve, he may counter a power on the target until that character clears action tokens. Yeah. So. That's really good. Yeah, it's a super outwit. I mean, it depends on if he can pull it off. He has to hit. Well, he has a 10 attack. It's not going to be horrible to try to hit that. But, oh. You gotta clear action tokens before it's gone. Oh, I have end cap on my team, so I'm just gonna keep end capping you. You will never. I mean, it's, you're gonna have to clear tokens. Yeah, it, he is a very 
strong tempo piece for 30 points. He's got four clicks. I don't get this. I, I really don't get these numbers. I don't know who decided this. They're crazy. He has that trait, or that damage ability. Four clicks, all four, he has that. Three of those clicks, he has stealth. Two of those clicks, he has willpower. And on his third click, for some odd reason, someone thought it would be hilarious to throw an 18 defense on a 30-point figure and just fucking, like, lose their mind. I Especially when so many of these pieces have, like, two and three damage. It's... It's fucking awesome. I love this figure. I really hope that they He's... add some... Some, one of these figures that they have not spoiled yet has some kind of like super leadership or something like that like you can remove an action token from multiple uh, justice society members or something like that just to make them more dumb because they're already dumb enough so they might as well go full ham and just be like guys what yep sure why not what I really don't get is that you could play all four of the previously mentioned figures and they'd be under 150 points actually They'd be under 150 points. They'd be under 120 points, actually. It's fucking yeah. Bonkers. You could play all all these guys plus the 170 point chase who I was talking about earlier, and all be one team. It's insanely awesome. I love it. Um, Chris, our next spoiler is important, but it's gonna also segue into our next. <laughs> Segments which you're gonna be which you're gonna be hosting. So take it away, Chris. All right. So let's talk about Mr. Freeze. Mr. Freeze uh, is let's see, number forty nine. So he's probably a super rare. Um, he's got a trait. It's called "Try not to shatter my frozen friends, boys." When Mr. Freeze hits with a ranged attack, give each hit character an action token. Now. That wording is already weird because he only has one lightning bolt, so they, they planned ahead if you managed to somehow give him multiple lightning bolts. But it says give each hit character an action token, and after actions resolve, attach the ice wall marker, because he's a clicks effects base, uh, to one hit character unless it is attached to another character. So you can hit as many characters as you want, you're going to give action tokens out for days, as long as you have the bolts for it, and then you're going to put this ice wall marker on them. Now what does this ice wall marker do? As long as the ice wall marker is attached, that character can't be moved or placed and modifies its defense value by negative two. But, you know, just in case that's not good enough for you, remove it at the end of the character's turn and deal that character one penetrating damage or <laughs> or give any adjacent character a power action to remove the ice wall. So they, they give you an ability to get rid of it but if they don't get rid of it, then it's just going to do one penetrating damage on top of that. So, what's what's super dumb is that if he hits you with it at the beginning of the turn, they're going to have negative two defense until the end of your turn. Yeah, which he's probably going to hit you because he has eleven attack pensai. So eleven attack pensai with three damage, eighteen defense with invul. Now he only has sidestep. Oh no, but he's 90 points. Here's where the character gets stupid. This is my favorite part. He has a defense power. Now this character is uh, six clicks long, but on click five and six. Back to refrigeration. Special power. Mr. Freeze can use toughness. At the beginning of your turn, 
Heal Mr. Freeze a number of clicks equal to three minus the number of adjacent opposing characters. Drew, what happens when there are no adjacent characters? Uh, you just heal three. Oh, okay. You know, that's cool. <laughs> like, oh, you go from five back What's to two. What's even better is it's at the beginning of your turn. Yeah, yeah, it's at the beginning. Of so, like, he has, like, he doesn't have sidestep anymore, but if you're playing, like, a resource that gives him sidestep, oh, say, you know, I don't know, the stupid sins, like, come on, like, come on, bro. Okay, so, check this out. If, um... Okay. Uh, near the end, okay, so on clicks three through six, he has a special damage power, right? right. Um, it says adjacent opposing characters modify their attack and damage values by negative one. So he heals if there's not people next to him, but if there are people next to him, he makes you like much harder to be able to hit him to kill him. He's got some staying power. This guy wants to live, and he wants to just ice wall your entire team while you're over there going, God damn it. So, he's a pain in the ass. What do you guys think about this figure? Well, something I realized on his middle, his uh, click three and four, he has energy explosion. Usually when they've given a trait where if you hit somebody, or make hit with a ranged attack, you give them an action token, it says hit targets. His trait just says hit character. Oh, it will work. Give each hit character. So, yeah, it's only one bolt energy explosion, but it's like, I don't and care. I'm going to hit all of you if I hit you guys with a 10 attack still. So it's not spectacular, but it's not bad either. You're all getting He doesn't need to open. damage them. He just needs to hit them. No, just so, hit. So, yeah. And then he can still add the ice wall marker on one of those uh, hit characters. Yeah. Because, uh, once again, it doesn't say hit target, hit and character. And then they're probably going to take and one penetrating damage. Two. And the, all those hit characters have uh, one token on them. So if they don't have willpower, they're going to take a... The person that takes the action token, willpower power action is going to take a willpower also. In a 300-point game, oh, that's one of your actions to... I'm forcing you to use, or, takes, or somebody's taking damage. Out of all the FX tokens we've seen... Ice wall marker has probably been the best one. Um, yeah, so he has um, he has four keywords, right? Arkham Asylum, Gotham City Underworld, Scientist, and Armor. Hey, guys, is there any way to give somebody with armor a running shot? Oh, I don't know, someone named Jocasta? Yeah, you can take running shot or uh, an outwit or perplex so, uh, yeah. for her also, which is really good. And... I'm having a brain fart. Doesn't she have precision strike on she her does, attack value? Yes. That's what I thought. So. Oh no. <laughs> she, I mean, she's only modern age for another, I don't know, eight months or so, seven months. But that's seven months where these two are just going to be made in heaven, and you're not going to feel bad about putting 25 points on this 90 point character. That's going to stay. 115 points for all of that. So yeah. If you need the extra range, I think she has six range, so you're going to increase that um, instead of the other uh, values. And you're probably going to pick running shot, and he has sidestep. So your running shot effectively plus the sidestep is going to be six squares. A six square, six range, running shot, pin side, ice marker. Just, he's dumb. <laughs> he's so dumb. He's very Also, dumb. 
just they're a match made in heaven because her click five and six uh she can he can get sidestep back because he loses it on his click five and six pulse wave he can get his attack value up to a 10 if he needs to energy uh shield deflection so oh you're gonna shoot me from range uh do not get a minus one attack and damage that's okay um and then his uh or that's her click four and five but then his click her click six if they land on there shape change yeah um, pretty good and if they do happen to get just move three people up and just so she can't he can't regen automatically uh he can pick regen off her dial and just roll a regular regen yeah they are just very i know i can't imagine a world where they thought let's design a mr freeze to work with jacosta right. and i but but just looking on top at, at them together they just seem very there are going to be people that are going to try this couple this combo to see if it works um Oh, I will, I will wholeheartedly not, not even feel bad like, about it. That's because I'm scumbag. Do I sometimes. think it's this has the you know probability sometimes. of being uh, meta? Maybe not, but people are going to try to make this meta. I bet. Maybe. You might see it but, in uh, small uh, groups, like it might be within individual venues and stuff. God. I don't know. Our weird meta comes out in different ways, but I can actually see this in a lockdown meta where if you kind of get energy explosion, which on top of my head, only thing I can think, one of the Hulkbuster pieces, I believe, gives energy explosion. <laughs> uh, so that is a way, to, I mean, you couldn't do Jocasta and him together, but uh, what's, what's the thing of the Rock um, limited format? Yeah, no, uh, you can't put your cost on him then, but having him pick up uh, that Hulkbuster piece, which is okay, um, 11 attack, energy explosion 5, yeah, that could that could be pretty good. Yeah. Drew, uh, what else you got to say about Mr. Freeze before we move on? Uh, he's amazing, I love All right. him. I can't wait to yeah. get one. Okay, so here, here's, the, here's the segue Drew mentioned earlier. Um, this Mr. Freeze came out very 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 recently and it inspired me to go back and look at some of the previously made mr freezes as this week's casual comparison so uh we've already gone over over this week's uh spoiler um let's go back look at a couple different mr freezes um harry some for some reason has a hard on about this mr freeze from uh batman classic tv uh take it away harry all right, this Mr. Freeze is uh, 50 points. He has uh, five clicks, uh, no movement power in the first click, two clicks of sidestep, and then no movement power again. Tell me those amazing has, keywords this Mr. Freeze has so I can play him with all my favorite mis- my favorite Batman villains, Harry. <laughs> uh, he has the ever-popular United I've never even heard of ah, that. yes. <laughs> number, number one. Anyway, continue, Harry. Mr. Freeze has a four range, one bolt. Uh... His defense is 16, 15, 15, 15, 14. That's eh, crappy, but it's 50 points. 50 points didn't get you as much as it used uh, then as it does now. Uh, but he has uh, four clicks of uh, barrier. He has zero damage on all of his clicks, but he has a special damage power. When Mr. Freeze uses end cap and hits, after action resolve, place a whoosh token on this card. When he uses incapacitate and hits, his characters are dealt damage equal to a number of whoosh tokens on this card. So you're always going to end cap. So one bolt, but it's one bolt that's going to start. It can keep 
there's no limit on that. And it's not like he's modifying his damage value. They're dealt damage. So if he keeps in-capping all game, uh, he can do an incredible amount of damage in a perfect world. It's probably not going to happen that much. Uh, his attack power is on uh, all clicks. He has a 10, 10, 9, 9, 9 attack value. Is Mr. Freeze and other friendly characters within four squares can use in-cap and have a minimum range value of four. All characters within four squares can make ranged attacks unless they uh, use incapacitate. This power can't be countered or ignored. So if they get within four of him, they, they can't do anything. Uh, they can't. It's not pulse waveable because uh, if you, they've ruled in the past where if you can't make ranged attacks, you can't make ranged combat action. So pulse wave can never increase. So you're not getting around it that way. Uh, so you only can range this guy outside of four. Um, that's pretty good, and your whole team can get in cap. So even if you put him with a bunch of scrubs who have zero damage or low damage, um, they can just in cap all day, all day. He uh, um, kind of reminds me of like Heimdall a little bit, where he kind of stops him. Yeah, yeah. If you were play him with Heimdall, that'd be just stupid. Oh, you have to you're gonna charge into me to attack me? Not good. Uh, Early, back in uh, the battery days, people would put the indigo battery on him so you couldn't target him with the outside of four, and then you get in with inside of four, you still have to be only do close combat attacks. Um, and then he also, and just, I've actually not got a chance to really use the elaborate death trap to good use, but he does have an elaborate death trap. Um, give Mr. Freeze a power action to make a close combat attack that deals no damage once per game, which you're not going to feel bad about since he has no damage. Once per game, immediately place a hit character on this character's card. A character on this card can use the escape death trap ability, which reads, at the beginning of your turn, roll 2d6. Mr. Freeze rolls a d6 and adds his elaborate death trap bonus, maximum 8. If Mr. Freeze is friendly, not on the map, or if your result is higher, place a character in the starting area or adjacent to a friendly character. Otherwise, deal this character damage equal to the difference, maximum 5. And then uh, when dealt this damage, this character needs this defense power. Uh, his uh, bonus is Mr. Freeze can use the elaborate death trap ability, and the bonus is equal to the number of tokens on all opposing characters. So on your timing, if they have, let's say they're if a bigger point game and there's a lot of tokens out there, uh, he can get that maximum bonus of 8 really easy. So uh, his D6 roll plus 8, that can, that can stack up. Um, I always kind of thought his was probably one of the easier death traps to deal damage on. Because you know, some of the other ones can get really kooky on do I actually get to damage the other person or not. Yeah. Uh, elaborate death trap is a pain in the fucking ass. Um, especially if they roll high. I, I've uh, played against uh, one of my friends. He used an entire group of these Batman classic TV. And like half my team died to elaborate death trap. I was like, this yeah, is the, it's fucking this nuts. Because the, the vast majority of the times you're going to see these characters, like you're going to play against these characters. Or if you played these characters, you're probably gonna play them all together anyway, just because it kind of right. it's flavorful, whatever. But it's so stupid. You lose half your team to the elaborate death trap, and you're like, really? This is fun. I've seen a team uh, beat a full point, um, Galactus, because they were uh, they were able to get the that elaborate death trap on both uh, the Herald. And Galactus, <laughs> and the, and the, back then the way it was ruled, uh, at the time, it was back in the day where if there was no friendly, the game was just over. It was a zero point win on each side because nobody was KO'd 
on the uh, the Galactus team, and then they had a, had to do a roll off on a zero point tie, and the Underworld team won the roll off. Now the way they changed the rules, uh, um, can't remember when. It's been probably about the time they did a lot of the pack changes, where. Um, if there's no, uh, it's actually someone actually has to die. So now, even though they're off the map, the elaborate death trap rolls would just keep happening until somebody comes back in. Mm. But it was just hilarious to see all these little guys who should have just been murdered by that Galactus team <laughs> just pull it out. And the, the guys, the look on the Galactus, the guy running the Galactus team, just the look on his face was like, how did, because he sat down all glum, or not glum, but all looking over just like yep this is going to happen and you're just going to have to take it like a man and then about three or four turns later he's like wait what in the heck just happened <laughs> what a horrible way to win that's not fun that's not fun um okay so uh we have one more mr freeze we're going to cover um it's going to be number 48 from the batman set uh drew you want to take this one no i mean oh oh yeah I do, yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, Batman, Drew's Mr. Over there Freeze, like he's a super out. rare. He's pretty awesome. I still got one around here somewhere. I don't know where he's at. Um, he's got Arkham Asylum armor and scientists. He's got Batman enemy, which he desperately needs because he only has a ten attack. Uh, he's got three damage, uh, six range, triple bolt within cap. So. <laughs> Um, and he's got a trait, Freezer Burn. When Mr. Freeze makes a ranged combat attack, modify his attack value by plus one for each target character. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, yeah. pretty, pretty, pretty Three good. bolts, three people, 13 attack. Yeah. Uh, he's got special damage ability, too, to make it even better. Uh, Mr. Freeze can use ranged combat expert. When he does, he may target multiple characters. Yeah. So, yeah. So, when you use RCE, you can go... This was back before they changed RCE, too. Like, this guy got way better with the changes to RCE, actually. So, like, 12 attack, 5 damage. Pretty good, right? It, it's pretty nice. Yeah. And then you can split it whichever way you want, because you're a badass. Uh, he's got invul. His defense value drops. Like he's just got 17s and 16s, but then he rolls onto uh, a cold that will freeze your heart. How romantic! Uh, Mr. Freeze can use barrier and incapacitate. When he uses barrier, modify his range by plus three, and after actions resolve, he may use incap as a free action, targeting all opposing characters adjacent to the blocking terrain markers with a close attack. No, he's not good. He sucks. He's not good. Uh, it's pretty. With his six range, that means he can put a barrier out nine squares around corners. Uh, he's going to hit quite a few people Plus, with that. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that uh, freezer burn, it's a trait. So it's not like even hit, when he gets down dial, his eight attack at his very last yeah. click, it's not going to be an eight attack. He can still. It's still going to at least be a nine attack. And what's really nice about this is um, the way they ruled on the multiple sources of powers, 
um, since Mr. Freeze can use barrier and end cap, it's, a, it's period. It's not a comma. It's a period. So when he uses barrier modified, that means it doesn't matter where the source of the barrier is coming for. If it was a comma, it means he would have to use the barrier from the power to get the extra things on it. So if you were playing with a battery and you put a uh, the wall on him, that means he would get the free action attacks from the wall barrier as well. Oh, shit. Not, not the same time, because then you only make the same attack once per turn, but he could do his regular, he could do a regular attack, his RCE, and then he could put a wall out and do it again, his other attacks. That's pretty good. You know what's even dumber? You give him a sniper rifle. <laughs> a sniper rifle is amazing as well. Also, um, think about some of the uh, dead shots with the 12 attack in Batman Enemy. So even on his nine attacks, he'll actually have a twelve attack RCE. Could you imagine Mister Freeze burying you in thirteen squares away and then like incapping you like a dick with a close combat attack? Yeah. All right, guys. So um, let's uh, let's go down to the judges. Harry, who are you gonna go with? Who's your favorite Mister Freeze? I'm just gonna throw him in a hat and pull out a number and play that one. I mean, they're not. None of them are bad for what they do. I mean, straight out damage wise, I would. They're. I would say the the old, um, the for the Batman set, for shenanigans, the Batman sixty six. The new one is just amazing. Um, for ninety points, one hundred eighteen points, or fifty points, it really is. It comes down to it: Are you building a around, team around him? Or are you just trying to fill some points out on a Batman style team? The sixty six one. The keyword really hurts. Um, but Arkham Asylum, Scientist, and Armor are all good teams to build around with uh, the new one and the Batman set one. So it really comes down to how many, what kind of team am I building? What points? I'm just going to pick. I'm not going to feel bad about picking either one of them. Yeah. Or any, or any of the three. Oh, uh, okay. Okay, Drew, uh, what about you? Uh, I'm going to have to go with the old one, the Batman 48. Uh, he just holds a special place in my heart. I think this might be the actual first hero clicks i went out and purchased online like off of cool stuff um like i i wanted him so bad he's just so great i love that figure so him all right i am going to i think i'm going to give it to the new joker's wild set save yourself uh what 28 points um but if you just want to give a jocasta to him you're going to make up for basically all of his shortcomings save yourself three points from the one from 48 batman 48 um, plus, if they did go head-to-head, and he did have Jocasta on him, then the new one is going to wreck the old one. Okay. I'm just saying. Because so, um, that top dial uh, 11 well, attack with pin size is going to put... Because he's going to hit him first, so it'll be click, click, click. He'd be on click four. I don't know. But the the new one can heal. This one can't, so... I like the staying power of the new one. It, Plus, I'm a sucker for clicks effects bases. And if you really want to get just, just a little cheeky, uh, the relic that came in the Batman set uh, was Mister Freeze's gun. It's a relic, five six roll. Character can use barrier. When it does, it can use incapacitate as a free action, targeting all opposing characters adjacent to a blocking train marked, placed by this character with a close combat attack. And once again, going back to the ruling I mentioned earlier, it says character can use barrier, period. When it does, it can use NCAP as a free action. So let's say you have any of the lantern 
uh, since this uh, couple of these, this is a uh, golden age or silver age, non-modern piece, the, the relic, let's say uh, you could use any of the lanterns that you can just put a, a contract on for free or pay, pay at the start of the game, not for free, but paying the points at the start of the game. You can put the wall on that way and then have them pick up this uh, relic. And then you can do the shenanigans, their whole dial. That'd be fun. For you, not the other person. <laughs> That'd be super fun. Okay, so we have a completely undecided Mr. Freeze. You heard it here, folks. Go and get whatever Mr. Yep, Freeze you want. Good. And you're still probably going to do just A-okay with him. Um, uh, this new Mr. Freeze is going to be worth a lot of money. Probably, yes. Probably. So. Um, yeah, he's going to be very playable. Um, what is he? He's he a rare? He's a super 40, rare. Oh, he might be a super rare. Yeah, super, Shout out sense. to uh, His gold is pretty amazing as well. Uh, Legacy set Mr. Freeze specifically for uh, let's his uh, not put a shout no out to for him. his sculpt. That's it. It's actually a pretty well done sculpt. There are there oh, are yeah, like six nice people out there that genuinely care about that more than they care about the combat values because they're collectors. They don't play. Uh, uh, shout out to Batman heart. Alpha, Mr. Freeze, for having an even better sculpt. I didn't even click on that one. Hold on. Oh, he doesn't have the like globe on his head. He doesn't need it. He's Victor Freeze, dog. I like the globe. He's outside. I like the globe on his head. Like it's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's not Mysterio, you piece of well, shit. Well, yeah, anyway. but uh, '90s animated Batman series. That's that's my uh, Mr. Freeze in my heart for all of us that have nostalgia for that animated series. I was going to say, if you have a spot in the animated series, this the newest one really tugs at your heart. If you've seen that episode, was like. One of the first times I remember crying almost at a cartoon. Fair enough. Yeah, because uh, he loves free, his wife. This new sculpt is Freeze, sta- like standing on a little some ice, looking into a block of ice where his wife is in the ice. He's like just eye to eye with her. So it's not a menacing sculpt at all for what he can do. But this one, I mean, I can't guarantee it's his wife. It could since he says he's freezing people. Oh, that's dead. This one just makes wife. me think of it's his wife. It's, it's, it's his. It has wife. to be his wife. Shout outs to Harry's it, dog. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, I was teasing he has a soft, Harry. Soft spot in his heart for Mister Freeze as well. Yes, he he knows that Mister Freeze is the best. Well, thank you, Chris, for hosting that great segment that we like to call Casual Comparisons. We don't have anything really uh, community-wise, um, so that's it. We're wrapping it up. We're putting a bow on it. Um, I'd like to thank Chris Britton for being sexy, cool, cool guy. That's me. <laughs> I'd like to thank Harry Dempsey for being on time. <laughs> Not on time. <laughs> I am so, I am sorry that my daughter's homemade Lego Halloween costumes that my wife is giving me the stink eye when we talk about them because we have not finished them yet. Uh, costumes are important to me and the lifestyle of my family. The lifestyle of your family. Uh, all right. The lifestyle, I mean, I don't want my wife to murder me. Yeah, don't do that. I guess I need to find a new co-host. K- uh, Harry, Harry has a good... Harry's wife is going to murder Harry him. has a good-looking family. We don't have families, Drew. We, we're just lonely. Uh, yeah, <laughs> we're terrible, lonely people. It is her fault, though. As I am cutting out cardboard pieces for this Lego costume, I, I say, we're starting the podcast at four. She says, okay. Later on... 
work, I'm working, 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 just hard at it. I ask, how much time do I have? Oh, you got 25 minutes. I'm like, okay. Later on, it's like, so what time is it now? Oh, it's 4.15. I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, it starts at 4.30, right? I said, no, 4 o'clock. <laughs> she, she knew what she was doing. Harry. <laughs> she was ruining me. She was sabotaging Harry, me. Before you put yourself in the doghouse. <laughs> all right uh chris britain generic comedian thank you um um <laughs> hey uh guys not you guys listeners guys uh, make sure you hit us up on the twitter at dial h4 the number four hero clicks and i will get back to you uh keep on with the facebook interactions which is at dial h for hero clicks you just search and that's a perfect place to tell us do you probs or not yeah at the twitter uh hashtag do you probs probs. hashtag probs on Uh, twitter uh tweet chris with hashtag probs or hashtag not probs uh to to let us know i will let you guys know uh next week which one won on no on no hashtag no probs or hashtag probs uh, no one's gonna vote. I'll so. vote. I'll <laughs> vote myself. Well, that seems real fucking fair. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening. This is gonna be, huh, Harry? Yep. Because we got ninety-nine probs, but it clicks in <laughs> one. That's horrible. Oh fuck! <laughs> Here I am signing off. You can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Uh, Grinder. I'm sure we're on there, Definitely. right? I've made that joke before. Definitely on there. Uh, Dial H for Hero Clicks. This has been Drew Alderson, the experience, the Drew Alderson experience. Uh, the Chris Britton. I don't know where I'm going with this joke. I'm too tired to care. Well done. Uh, Chris Britton, he's a great guy. And Harry Dempsey, also a pretty cool guy. And thank you, listeners, for sticking with us as we go through this transitional phase. I know we've been a little rough around the edges with it, but we're getting there. It's hard to get into a podcast that had 140-something episodes and then basically having to start off almost a brand-new crew that is really trying to get in the swing of things. And we do appreciate all you guys. Your uh, support on Facebook, Twitter, uh, in person. Um, When you kiss me in public, it makes me happy, listeners. (laughs) Drew's been at this a long time. He knows what he's doing a little more. And Chris and I... We're getting the hang of it. We're, we're doing some new technical things, trying to make this work for you guys. We enjoy doing this, and we really appreciate you guys sticking with us and not just just roasting us in comments and emails and, like, everything else. So we, we love you guys, and we appreciate Thanks, guys. it. Yeah, thank you guys. Harry gave the sentimental speech this time, so I won't. <laughs> All right. Thanks for listening, and take care.